Hey, Magic Makers, a few years ago, I was asked to go plant-based by my doctor. And I was, you know, after I picked myself up off the floor, I was absolutely clueless. I had no idea where to start. So I started collecting recipes because guess what? I don't do tofu. (laughs) And so what I've done is I've amassed a number of plant-based recipes. And if you're someone who has been trying to experiment with that meatless Monday and not exactly sure what to do, I have put together 58 plant-based recipes that are easy to follow and delicious. By the way, you don't have to go out searching for like eye of nude or anything like that. They are 58 foolproof recipes. And guess what? That's almost two months worth of recipes. So if you are trying to experiment with that plant-based life, Make sure you grab these recipes to get started. It's definitely a crowd pleaser and something you can mix into your rotation. So be sure to grab the link in my bio and I will make sure that you are satisfied. Welcome to the Fit Girl Magic Podcast. If you are ready to find your inner magic, develop great habits and a rock steady mindset to feel confident, comfortable and fit in your body, you are in the right place. I am Kim Barnes-Jefferson, and I'll be giving you weekly doses of health, fitness, and life tips sprinkled with humor and real talk. If you're ready to be consistent without the stress of perfection, magic makers, it's time to slip into your favorite pair of PJs, grab some coffee, kick back, and listen to today's show. All right, today's iTunes review of the week is brought to you by C. Hayes 77. I am so happy to have found this podcast. I look forward to listening to the new episode every week. I just finished the latest episode on lifting weights and loved it. I listened to it three times because it's so informative. I feel like I have a trainer in my ear when I listened and a friend to chat with along with the things I love fitness. Ah, thank you so much, C. Hayes. That just fills my heart so full. So anyone else has a review, please absolutely share it with me. I love this and I appreciate every single review that I get. It just melts my heart that I am sharing the information that is going to be helpful for you to make sure that health and fitness is easy for you. Hey, Magic Makers, it's Kim here. And I wanted to talk to you about how do you get the most out of a coaching situation? And I know that, you know, many people might, you know, get a little confused as to like, what's coaching, what's not coaching. And so I just wanted to kind of give you from my perspective, like I've been a trainer slash coach for over 15 years. And when I first started out in this business, they don't think they don't teach you about how do you deal with people in the real world, right? When I first started a personal trainer, they teach you, you know, how to program, how many bicep curls to do and how to make sure that, you know, your client is getting a safe and effective workout. But as a trainer, you know, within, I'd say a month of working with clients, I found that, that there's way more to people's health than how many, how many bicep curls they can do you know, that your clients are dealing with real life stuff and that impacts what their workout 
should be, what that workout looks like. And many times, you know, as a, as a trainer, I'm using air quotes here as a trainer, I wasn't really prepared to understand that, you know, my clients, when they come in, some of them can't leave their stuff at the door, right? They got kids over, over 40 hour jobs, um, spouses, their own personal health problems, aging parents, and you name it, right? They're dealing with all that stuff and that's up inside their head while they're working out. But while they're working out, it's like, they're not there. They're not focused, um, potentially. They're asleep, they're asleep. They might be eating crappy. And so as a trainer, I realized like I had to be more of a coach. I couldn't just prescribe workouts. I had to be like, okay, what's going on with you as a whole person versus just taking this one sliver of your life and saying, do this, right? Because, you know, many times like, I'd love to do that, but I got to take my kid to here. And then, you know, my husband's traveling, then I'm traveling, blah, 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 blah. There was a lot of moving parts. So coaching. So I had to shift into coach mode, right? I had to put on my coaching hat and say, how can I help these? Mostly my clients were women. How do I help these women navigate life while trying to, you know, put on the freaking cape and be a superhero while trying to, to please everybody under the sun. So coaching isn't about what to do. It is a, it's a collaborative process, right? As at least from, from my perspective, if you work with me, it is a very collaborative process. And over the years of my working with coaches, I have found that I've had the most success when I have had that collaborative relationship where I was able to try a few things, see how it worked for me. How could I apply it to my life and then come back and say, okay, you asked me to do A, B, and C. I did A, B, and C. Ah, B, not so much, but A, awesome. C, ah, right? So then I, then we could, then the coach be like, all right, we tried A. Uh, let's tweak this a little bit and see if it works here. Let's tweak that a little bit and see who works here. Because as a coach, we I work from scientific knowledge, right? This is like a biological, physiological fact of life. But then I also throw it in anecdotal. It, I've worked with thousands of clients. This is what I've seen. And can I, I, you know, it's like, I take the science and I take the anecdotal stuff and I marry it together. And I'm like, okay, give this a shot and see how this is going to work for you. Because I have, it's only a hypothesis at this point, right? And, you know, 80, I've been doing this for over 15 years. So 80% of the time it works. 20% of the time, someone's going to be an outlier and that's all right. I, I know I'm an outlier. I'm that person that, you know, you see those um, drug commercials and they like rattle off all the p- potential uh, things. I am that person who at the very bottom is that one thing that like 0.0001% of the people experience. I'm that person. So I totally know that there are those, those outliers. So coaching, it's a collaborative process. And you share your goals with your coach and they work with you to come up with solutions. It's a partnership, right? It's like a relationship is the way I look at it. And as a coach, my job is to help you find your blind spot, right? Because all of us think our ish don't stink, <laughs> but it's like, okay, have you fully considered this? Have you fully considered that? Hey, you're not getting a lot of sleep. 
Um, have you fully considered that, hey, you're not eating enough food, so that's why you always feel so dang tired? You know, have you fully considered that, you know what, you go nutso on the weekends? How do we stop you from going nutso on the weekends, right? Where many people come and they want to be educated. Yes, while you're being coached, there is an education component to it, but you're the driver, right? You know, as I have four phases that I believe everyone goes through when it comes to weight loss. Everyone has to have a mindset shift. Everyone has to look at their nutrition. Everyone has to look at their habits. And then we also talk about exercise. Those are the four, my four components that I'm going to work all of my clients through. However, if you are coming to me as a private client and you tell me what your goals are, and your goals are more about mindset shifting, we might not talk about exercise or habits just yet. We might just talk about how do we start with getting your mindset shifted, right? Whereas if you come to me and we work through a particular, you know, I sell several courses, you might be like, you know what, right now, I just want to put on my blinders and I just want to work that mindset piece. Awesome. We'll just work that mindset piece. Right? You might come to me and you might be like, you know, I want to learn a little bit more about nutrition. Great. We will talk about nutrition in, the, you know, whatever, you know, program I'm running at that particular time. And throughout the course of the year, I run four different programs. You know, I'll do something on mindset. I will do something on exercise. I'll do something on nutrition. And I'll do something on habits, but it's it's a you know continuum where as a private client, we might hit on all of those in one particular check-in, or we might just be stayed focused on exercise for a while. We might just stay focused on habits for a while. But as a private client, you are the driver. You drive how fast and how slow we go. When we're in a course, yes, no one gets left behind, but it's like there's a... a um, Curriculum. That's the word I'm looking for. There's a standard curriculum that, you know, this week we're going to do this and this week we're going to do this and this week we're going to do that. Right. So that way, you know, and as in all of my courses, there's a little, there's a little coaching so that we can take, you know, I've given you this information. How can I take this information and apply it to my life? Okay. So that's the difference between like coming on and working with someone as a coach and then working with someone who's it, who's just just putting together a program, right? A course, if you will. And you know, as a client, you know, talking from my own personal experience, as a client, you want to find a coach who's a good fit, right? You don't want to just find that client that client who like, oh, it just seems like, you know, their social media looks really good. They seem really popular. They seem they seem they seem up and forward. They seem but it's like you need to you need to know like feel connected to that coach right and it could be it could be some the way they talk it could be past experience it could be the types of clients that, that you see working with them it could be a referral you know for years my business has thrived on a referral basis you know and, and for all the people who have ever referred someone to me thank you so much love you pieces um but the best coaches are someone who are that I realized who got me, right? Who got me, but also challenged me because I can stay in my comfort zone. It's comfortable. You know, think about it. It's like, I think of your comfort zone as like, um, you know, like in the wintertime and it's like freezing cold out and you just want to just like snuggle down into your bed. That's your comfort zone, right? Like why get out of bed? Why be cold? Why put your feet on that cold floor? So 
they really got me. They knew how to bring out the best in me. And a few weeks ago, I had, you know, my first competition coach on. And, you know, we talked about like why she why she was my coach and why I continued to work with her for a really long time because I got the best transformation from her because she knew exactly how, when to push and when to like pull back. Um, I also got the best transformations by, from working with different coaches, be it on a business side or fitness side, is that I got, when I was very clear about what I was looking for, right? You know, um, if I aim at nothing, I'm always, I'm going to hit it every single time. But if when I went in with clear expectations, right? I went in and I said, I want to step on a fitness stage. Boom. And I let go. I didn't try to steer or drive. I was like, I want to step on a fitness stage. I know nothing. Guide me. Um, same thing with business. I was like, I want to create this online business space. I know nothing other than I want to create this online business. And for a while, it was like, okay, I, you know, I was just, I pretty much recreated what I did at the gym. And now I'm like, you know what? Now I'm like, you know what? These are the four things that I know I see my clients are struggling with. They're struggling with their mindset. They're struggling with exercise. They're struggling with nutrition and they're struggling with habits. So that's what I do, right? That's exactly what I do. I'm no longer that online trainer who will just train you. I'm the trainer who's like, this is the transformation I bring, right? I'm working for, with women who are over 40, who are just done following the rules and they want to feel fit and comfortable in their bodies, right? They want to look in the mirror and be like, dang, yeah, I got this versus damn, I got to hide myself. Like how do I strategically cover myself up versus I feel so good and comfortable in my pants. I can button my pants. I can wear pretty much 80% of my closet. That's, those are the people that I'm looking for. And how do you have that kind of, how do you have that kind of transformation, right? It's that I got clear about what it is that I wanted. Now, if you're someone who's like, I don't really know what I want, let's have a conversation because I can really help you to like discern. Is that the word I'm looking for? Discern what it is that you want. Like let's start to work with you to unpack the layers of what you're trying to achieve. Because when you start to unpack the layers, right? Because if when someone comes to me, I always say squishy goals, right? So when someone comes to me with squishy goals, I want to tone up. Okay. Describe tone. Like what is in your mind, what does tone look like? Because if I have squishy goals, I'm going to get squishy results. But if I know, like I, I say this example all the time because it freaking works. A goal is like GPS, right? All of us have GPS, be it on your phone, in your car, whatever. I can't just punch in. So I'm going to use Boston as an example because I live here. Mass Ave. It is a long street. It starts in Boston and it ends out in Lexington. So that there's a good 20 miles of this road. I can't just type in Mass Ave because I could end up in Boston or I can end up in Lexington. It's a, either way, depending on where I want to go, it's, it might not be where I want to end up. So I have to literally punch in that address. So when someone tells me that they want to get toned, I'm like, where's the address? Like, how do I punch? How do I punch in tone into the GPS? Right. It is. This is not me making fun of you. This is me saying, you know what? If you if you're if you're struggling to get results, how clear are you? Second piece is, are you always moving the gold line? Right. Are you always saying, oh, I want to get tone. Oh no, I want to run a marathon. Oh, I want to put on muscle. Oh, like no, we got to. You have to stick with one thing long enough to see a change. And I challenge you to give yourself minimum 
minimum 12 weeks at something, right? We can make tweaks in that 12 weeks. But if I'm changing my mind every you know minute, I'm not going to say anything. I'm going to see bupkis, okay? So how do you get the best results? There's five, there's five pieces here, five pieces to get the best results. So the first one, be coachable, right? Be coachable. So what that means is that you are open and receptive to receiving feedback. Because, you know, if you come to me and I say to you, hey, you're like, can we get a little bit more, um, more clear about your goals? And you're like, what do you mean? It's already clear. Like, we're, we're, we're going to have a problem. Like, because I'm like, I, I want to make sure that you and I are on the same page, right? So be coachable, be open to the feedback um, and be, be able to um, share, right? So feel comfortable and confident that like you can share with your coach and, you know, I do health. So like, sometimes there's some like embarrassing things you want to share. I don't judge, right? No coach judges anything. We're like, okay, all right. Yeah. I've seen that before. Or, okay. You know, you might want to see a doctor about that, right? But for the most part, we're like, all right. So for me, it's information. Like the more information I have, the more I'm able to, to kind of Whittle, whittle it down to say, okay, this is where we're going to start, Samantha, you know, versus you not giving me all the pieces. And then I check in with you like, oh, I never told you um, I'm allergic to this or, oh, I never told you that I broke my arm so I couldn't work out. Right. So that's why as a coach, you know, we want to get one like really like refine where we're, where we're starting so that we can, you know, get you on the right path to mass out. Um, but you also just be willing to, you know, try it and share the feedback, right? Like I, like I said in the beginning of this podcast, I rely on my, I rely on my, my, uh, my clients being collaborative with me. I ask a lot of freaking questions <laughs> because I want to be like, all right, you're telling me this, this is what, this is what happens. Okay. So based on what you just told me, we should try this. Okay. Based on what you just told me, we should try that. And if I need more clarification, I'm going to ask for more clarification because I don't want to send you down like the wrong road. Like I want to make sure that like, I understand what you said to me so that I can say, okay, this is what we're going to try. Right. So that we're not, no one's spinning their wheels. Seriously. Like I spent decades spinning my flipping wheels and I know that you are tired as well. All right. Um, but also be willing to know that, you know, you, you have to, to do it in order to experience it. Right. Um, there are no, there are no quick fixes here. Um, and coachability, it taps into your mindset. You know, it, this is the, the big piece. It's like, it makes us say, do I have a fixed or a growth mindset? And I think I've talked about mindset, but just in case I haven't, here's a quick recap. So if I have a growth mindset, like you feel that like, you know, you can make a change provided you put in the effort, right? That is a growth mindset. A fixed mindset is like, you know what? This is who I am. This is the cards I've been dealt. It is what it is, right? So it's like you, if you have a growth mindset um, and you can have both, right? You can have a hybrid, you know, a growth in a certain area and a fixed in another area and that's okay. And as, you know, we work together, we will work to really help to see if we can kind of move your dial um, more towards that growth mindset. The third place is get uncomfortable, right? I talked about the bed and it feels so comfortable and squishy. And, you know, you have to be open to learning something new. Like 
hearing a new theory and testing it out. And, you know, a lot of this is like, you know, sometimes I will ask my clients to eat more food, right? They've been eating like a bird for decades. And I'm like, you know what? You're not eating enough. That's why you're always hungry and craving like a crazy person. That's why your energy is in the, in the crapper, you know? So it's like, let's, you know, break up with the, I only eat, you know, X number of calories. I don't eat carbs after a certain time. Like let's start to experiment and open up our window, open up our door to see if I might get a different response, right? Because if you're not getting the changes that you want on the path you're on, something has to change. And that might mean getting uncomfortable. You know, I have a client right now who is um, experiencing digestive issues and, you know, her, her medical doctor is saying it's her age. And, and I was like, but everyone who is your age um, should be experiencing digestive issues. And I've never heard of that happening. So until your medical doctor can start to figure out what the heck's going on with you, why don't you experiment with your food, right? Maybe it's, you know, we've all experienced this, you know, back in our twenties, thirties, we could eat a certain food. And now our, that food is like, oh, heck no. Right. You know, it's like, I can't eat peppers. I used to be able to eat peppers. I eat peppers now. I get crazy heartburn. So guess what? I don't eat peppers. So with her, we're fooling around with, is it something in her current nutrition that's causing her to have these issues? And if that's the case, then problem solved, right? But it, but we got to have to kiss some frogs, right? And it's not this overnight process. And, you know, she'll be like, Kim, how long before I could go back to eating my Ezekiel bread? Because she loves it. And I was like, you got to tell me how you feel, right? Going back to that feedback piece. Like if, if I say, okay, like we're going to pull this out just to see how you feel. And if you haven't told me how you feel, it's still gone until you tell me how you feel. If I pulled it out and you still feel the same, then it's not the Ezekiel bread. If we put it back in and you're like, oh crap, I feel worse. It is the Ezekiel bread. So it's like, we have to have these little experiments, but there has to be feedback, right? And we have to be, get uncomfortable that maybe I might have to find a few new recipes for, for a month and, or, you know, got, and hopefully it's not, it's not something that you absolutely love that we have to pull out um, completely. The fourth place, do the work, right? You can't, I, I used to see this all the time, um, especially when I was um, a fitness, competitive fitness coach. Someone would come to me and they're like, I want to do a show. Awesome, let's do it. They'll, and Mike, when's the show? They're like, I want to do a show in June. Perfect, we got plenty of time. All right, this is where we're going to start. We're going to start with A, B, and C. And then they would kind of do A, they would kind of do B. I'm like, okay, what's going on? Like, where, like, what about these three things are challenging for you? So we can start to, you know, I can give you like, other ways to kind of like slowly dip you into the pool, right? Because in my past, I was that coach who was like, if you can't dive into the deep end with a rock, you ain't going to make it. But then I realized that like, not everyone has that like game face, right? Not everyone has that game face or their game face is like, um, like a radio dial, right? Their game face, like they decide that they want to do this click radio goes on. Then it's like the radio soft. And then we can slowly turn up the radio. So like the volume is like getting louder and louder and louder. So you got to do the work. And so what that the work means is you got to take the actions. But again, going back to that feedback piece, if you're asked to do A, B, and C, you have to say, you know what, right now, that's a little bit too much for me. And then we're like, okay, 
where what feels comfortable, what feels challenging but doable to you, and then we'll we can start there, and that resets like how I would approach you. Like, okay, I'm giving you three things at a time is a little overwhelming. Great, great feedback. So now I know if I give you two things to do at a time, does that feel okay? Is is are you better at changing your nutrition over changing your exercise? Are you better at changing you know your, some of your lifestyle things over changing your um, your food, right? So then I kind of get to learn and know so that as we go through our process, I'm not going to like overwhelm you. And then you feel like you have to hide from me because you can't hide from me because I always try to find you. Um, and you know, here's where do you start to begin to understand yourself? Right. You know, and I always say, people always say to me, Kim, how do you learn all this stuff? I learn all this stuff because everything I tell you, I've applied to myself. Right. And so it's like, you have to like track things especially if we're chasing down a problem, right? So if we're chasing down a problem of, like I mentioned, the woman with her digestive issue, every meal you eat, write it down. Every meal you eat, did you feel gassy? Did you feel bloated? Did you feel full? Like, what did you feel? So that we know those combinations of food work. Am I pooping, right? Those things. We need to know that. So that way we can be like, okay, those foods, they're they're go or no go. Um, same thing with sleep, right? You know, if you're not sleeping through the night, we have to say, okay, what happened the night before? Like, you know, to kind of do a, um, a CSI, right? You come, they come in, they look at the crime scene and, you know, they see the blood, they see the body, they see the, you know, Colonel mustard in the corner with a knife, right? And then they kind of re, um, recap what they think happened so it's like we this is where the work comes in because we have to become our own detective because when you become a detective that's more feedback that you can give to me and then I can be able to say okay let's try a or b let's try c um or you know what when you go to your doctor make sure they do this or they look at this test or hey have you tried going to a, a specialist who deals with blah 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 Right. Or that helps me to tap into some of my resources to be like, hang on, let me ask, you know, I have um, I work with a lot of registered dietitians. I work with a lot of functional nutrition, uh, functional nutrition doctors. So then I could be like, oh, you know what? Um, let me ask my functional nutrition doctor if you know what what they should do. Right. So it's like that way I can kind of pull in my resources and, and help you out. Here's the thing. Run your own race. Right. You gotta run your own race. Um, first, you're not behind or ahead, right? You know, the first thing I always like people say to me, oh, I'm so behind. Behind what? Behind who? Like where where's where's the stopwatch? Right? Where's the stopwatch? You know, where's this, where's the starter gun? There is none, right? So think to yourself, you're not ahead, you're not behind. You're where you are and own where you are, right? There's a reason for why you where you are the way you are. I'm gonna get a little woo here. There is a season and a reason for the season that you're in because we have lessons that we need to learn in this season. And if I don't learn the lesson here, I'm I'm going to repeat it. I'm going to repeat that lesson over and over and again until I learn it, right? So that's our body's way of like beating us over the head with a hammer. Learn it, learn it, learn it, learn it. So your results are based on your efforts. So like I said, if you're someone who, if I give you three things to do and you're like, uh, little, it's like, it's a little crazy at work right now. I can't really commit to that many things. Great. Then we're going to only do one. So you have to be okay that right now in your season, you can only do one thing, right? Versus maybe in 
couple months down the road, you're like, hey, my schedule's a little looser. I can open up the door. I could do more things. You have to be, you have to be okay with where you are. You have to be okay with the pace you have chosen. Cause you can't say I can only do one thing at a time and expect to lose 500 pounds overnight, right? That's just sorry, that's just not gonna happen. So be okay at the speed that you are willing to work at because it's your efforts that are gonna dictate your outcomes, right? And so I always say this, and I think I've said it multiple times. So if I'm repeating myself, I'm doing it. I look at myself and when I brush my teeth at night and I say, did I do everything I could do today? And this isn't an invitation to beat the the crap out of myself. This is like, you know what? I bailed five minutes early on my cardio today. You know, I could have lifted five extra pounds on my deadlift today. You know, I didn't wear my sleep guard last night and I didn't really get a good night's sleep, right? So those are the things that I want you to start to think about. Um, um, Those are calls that I want you to call because I'm getting a phone call right now because uh, we're having a snowstorm or we had a snowstorm and now the city is calling me to tell me that I can park on the street. Um, and so if there are people who on social media that you follow, there's so people in your lives who are like, why aren't you here? Why aren't you there? Why aren't you here? Then I want you to think about unfollowing them. All right. So I'm glad that you heard all of that. <laughs> the parking ban has been lifted. All right. Um, So run your own race. I want you to think about this as your long-term strategy, right? We are going for the long term. We are done with the short-term, that short-term BS, right? We've done enough short-term crap to last a lifetime. So you're running the long race. We're running America, okay? The last piece here, own your actions, own your actions. And so this is a huge, for some of you it might be a huge mindset shift, right? So I want you to think about it as this. No more arguing, no more blaming, no more complaining. Okay, so this is what it looks like. Um, I once had a client who I would say, hey, you know, your the reason why what your body composition isn't changing is you're working out too much. You're spending too much time. You're spending too much time at the gym. I would love for you to try if we can scale back. You know, let's take baby steps. If we can scale back our workouts to at least um, one day a week, have fifteen. You know, scale back your workout by at least fifteen minutes. She was someone who was working out seven days a week, and she was doing. A, a boot camp two days. Um, she was working out in the morning and then going back for a boot camp two days a week, right? So I was like, you're over exercising. So I, from some, from a recovering over exerciser, I know that's very challenging for her. So I said, could we step away and scale it back by 15 minutes? So on the a day that you go to the gym, can you just scale it back by 15 minutes and let's start from there? arguing is, oh my God, I need to do that. That's the only way I can manage my stress. That is the only way that I can get results. And 
you know, as a, as a coach, I was like, my goal is to try to help you find your blind spot. Your blind spot is you're an over-exerciser. And I get that. I was an over-exerciser. So you're telling me that you want to make these changes in your life. You want to make these changes in your physique. I need to understand where we can start, right? Where can we start? Because if I argue for my limitations, I keep them all the time and twice on Sunday, right? So that's a that's a that's that's an argument, right? Um, food. I am a very social person. Food is how I socialize. You know, going out to dinner with friends, family, whatever. I must keep my food this way. Okay, great. I don't want you to not socialize. I don't want you to be that girl who's carrying a jug of water and carrot sticks. But could you take your food and make make sure that it's mostly focused around protein and vegetables when you are going out, right? Can you focus, take your food, and can you focus on that um, every, do, do you, every, every time you socialize with your friend, does it have to be food focused? Can it be a walk? Right. So it's like, can we start to shift some of those mindsets? Because, again, if I argue for my limitations, I'm going to keep them and I'm not going to lose that weight. Um, Blaming. You told me and it didn't work. Okay, let's just scale that back. Like what you know, what were the actual steps that you took? Right. Um, So or you're the snow. I couldn't go because it was snowing outside. Um, the gym, you know, they changed their hours. Um, everyone was on all the pieces of equipment, right? Those are like blaming people outside of yourself and then just complaining like, oh my God, I, I just can't get this weight off. Like, I can't believe it. This weight is just never going to come off. Oh, and you know, so-and-so is this and so-and-so is that and blah, blah, blah. Right. So those are like, that's just always going to keep you down in the dumps, never going to help you like help you rise up and be able to see other possibilities. Huge mindset here, right? Huge mindset shift here. So on the other side of that, it's like, we're going to open up our ears and start listening and saying, okay, for the over-exerciser. Okay. So she's right. I haven't seen any change in my body composition or, you know, uh, scale has it moves, my clothing still fits the same. So what's one step I can take, right? You know, like, you know, let's work together to brainstorm so that it doesn't make me feel so crazy. But at the same time, I start to feel like I can own, own that change. Um, and then own it, right? If you made a mistake. So again, talking about the woman who's a socializer, like, oh, Kim, I went out and you know what I, I did. I, I just, I didn't focus on the protein and, you know, it was, it was, it was, you know, all you can eat nacho night. And I just want ham on the, on the nachos. Okay. Own it. So now how do we make a shift? How, when, you know, if it's all you can eat nacho night, what do you do? Right. How do you make, how do you make that shift? And how do you, you know, instead of wallowing in that, and then the last thing is like, it's, it's, it's positive steps, right? So it's like something happened. How do we, you know, turn that around? How do we make their, their, how do we make a positive out of a negative, right? And it can be small things because so many people will say to me, oh, I don't have the motivation. Well, motivation is fleeting, right? Motivation comes from taking an action. And when I take a smaller action, then I feel motivated because I took a smaller action. I felt good. 
that feeling is that is the motivation, right? Where many of us try to do all the things and then I got no motivation because I try to do all the damn things. So think about how do we scale it back so that our actions become small and then the smaller our action, the more positive we get. And then I feel like I can do it over and over and over again. So this was really about as we move further into the year, as you look into your goals, how do we start to like say, this isn't going to be a year that I give up on myself. This is a year that I'm like, you know what? I have some stuff to work on. <laughs> we all have stuff to work on. If you are my A++ with a side of A++ listener, you are always working on something. So how do we say to ourselves, okay, I got stuff to work on. And out of the things that, you know, Kim just talked about, you know, am I coachable? Do I get uncomfortable? Do I do the work consistently? Am I running my own race or am I thinking about where I was five years, 10 years, heck, 20 years ago? Or am I looking out my window and seeing my neighbor does this, my friend at the gym does this, my my sister-in-law does this, right? Are we are we just putting our blinders on and be like, what what's what works for me right now? And then am I owning my stuff, right? Owning your stuff is like the for me, I think it's the biggest part here. Like the more I can own when I'm falling on falling on my own knees, the more I feel like you can really move it forward. That where you can really move the dial. You know, are you even if someone suggests to you, are you still like stuck? Like, um, but you told me I can't have eggs and I don't know what to do with myself because I can't have eggs. Right. You have to, like, I always say to people, like, if you have to ask for what you want, you have to ask for what you need because no one's going to read your mind. Right. I would love to be a mind reader. That'd be fabulous. Maybe no, because some people have some weird thoughts and I don't want to be in there, Um, but you have to communicate. Right. As working with a coach and, and being a coach myself, you have to communicate. The more you can communicate with, with me or any coach, the more we're going to be able to help you and assist you in whatever it is that you're trying to achieve. All right, friends, have a fabulous day. And I will talk to you later, Magic Makers. And if this if this resonates with anybody, do me a favor. Um screenshot this and reply back. Ask me questions. You are not bothering me at all. All right, ladies and gentlemen, magic makers, enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you for listening to the Fake Girl Magic Podcast. If you've made it this far, yay. I'm thinking you enjoyed the show. Let's continue the conversation on Instagram. You can find me at Kim Jefferson Coach. In order for me to keep sharing this message, do me a favor and leave me a five-star review on iTunes. While you're there, don't forget to subscribe so that you won't miss an episode. New episodes are available every Wednesday. The Fit Girl Magic Podcast is intended to provide you with tips, tools, and strategies that will help you make better decisions about your health. I really appreciate your feedback and your support. Thank you so much.